They were just running around everywhere. Anyone's coming near them or they see them come out, well, they were just stabbing them. So when he was coming towards you, are you still thinking, are you looking around going, is, it, is, he, is he still at me here? What's going on? Yeah, I'm still thinking if people panicking, they must have seen a lot more yeah. behind that wall yeah. than we have. Yeah. All of a sudden, within a second, he's plugging the knife straight into me chest and into my stomach. Within two quick stabs, I'm still sitting on a chair. That's when apparently, when I shouted, the fuck you, I'm ill wall. That's when I started fighting with him. Yeah. His other ones come on to me, the bloke who was with him. So they're slashing me, they're stabbing me still. I must be doing so well, like, or fighting for helping myself, that the third one has come back from the bar and started attacking as well. Jesus. I'm, I am fighting for my life. Yeah. Welcome to the Eventful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Dodge, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Bournemouth Sevens Festival and the revolutionary event crowd, our new online events course. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. So if you want to hear more like this, make sure you subscribe, leave us a glowing review, and you can follow me on Instagram at Dodge Woodall. I reply to every single message. The world can be a scary place sometimes, and most of us don't know how to react in extreme situations. So when the horror of the 2017 London terrorist attack began to unfold, Roy Lana had a choice, run or front up. Roy's reaction became legendary and he became known as the Lion of London Bridge. Stabbed eight times after confronting the knife-wielding jihadis, he spent two weeks in hospital. But somehow, despite massive support and petitions, he was never awarded for his bravery. This is a wild story and an absolutely fascinating insight to an horrific event. This is the eventful life of the Lion of London Bridge, Mr. Roy Lana. Welcome to the show, Roy. Nice to meet you. Let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up? I have grew up in Peckham. Moved there probably about six months old with my mum, um, two brothers at the time. Three brothers lived on the estate called uh, the Lebury Estate, which is on the old Kent Road, um, Peckham. Um... My mum's lived there for 50 years, finally moved the other year. So, I mean, I've grew up there um, till the age of probably 18, 21, moved out and moved yeah. different places. But that's where I grew up. Okay. That's where my childhood was all and, the time. And what was what was the, you know, Peckham's a tough area. Very Pe- tough, yeah. Very, very, very tough, tough area, part of London, and especially yeah. probably around in the sort of the, the 80s and 90s, what have you. Yeah. What was it like for you growing up on the estate? Um... I mean, luckily, we had a good bunch of people where we all stuck with each other. Um, but as you say, a very rough place to live. Mm. Um, I think if you let yourself go or look weak, I think you're um, battle to survive yeah. on some places. Which probably probably uh, held you well for that day in 2017. Probably, yeah. 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 yeah probably um, good. But them sort of states, big, massive estates... Um, you know, we get to know people or you can be just alone and yeah. fade out of these places. Yeah. Um, luckily, I had a good bunch of people around me, which... And what, um, was your, and what was your childhood like? I was, to be honest, yeah, I mean, I was in and out of hospital um, with asthma probably about three months a year. 
I had very bad asthma up to the age of about 12, mm. um, which I still got now, but mm. hopefully under control. Um, so I was very limited. I mean, all I wanted to do was kick a ball yeah. all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, I had me pumped, yeah. damn my sock. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was always out of breath and okay. even climbing the stairs, going back home and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, I had to take it easy. Um, as I say, um, probably about three months of the year, I was rushed to hospital yeah. a few times. Like kept me in hospital and that. Yeah. And part and growing up that part of London, what football team do you support? Um, to the age of about eight or nine, I was one of the ones that probably like to Liverpool or whoever's doing well and mm. carried on. But we could always see the, the floodlights from Millwall, from my mum's balcony. Yeah. Um, where we used to drive up to the, um, we used to drive there whenever the game was on. The old On den. the bikes, yeah. Yeah. So we used to drive up there, a few lads from the um, state and that. Until we like, started going probably all the time, probably about 12 years old. Yeah. So, but up to then, we try and sneak in if we ain't got no money yeah. or nothing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. As you like, yeah. And what was it like there? Did you like you had a group of lads, a tight group of lads. Was going to the football a big thing for you? It was at first. I mean, especially some of the away games when you started going about twelve or thirteen years old. That's um, young. Oh, yeah, it was going, young. Yeah, yeah, still young, isn't it? Yeah. Away games. Yeah. yeah. I think we used to tell my mum was going out for a few hours and <laughs> or football. She thought we was going just yeah. down the road. Yeah. But some of the local games we start going away games and yeah. bunk on a train or something and yeah, it was. Scallywags, probably. Yeah, and 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 roll. Let's roll all the way forward. Then on that night yeah. on London Bridge, what were you doing on the night of London Bridge on that terrorist attack? Um, probably a couple, about a month before that, or prior to that, um, I recently split up with my ex, with um, baby's mum. I went moved back to my mum's. She was eight years old. Like it was too much for her there. Someone offered me a, a room. Uh, right next to London, London Bridge, um, next to the Borough Market. Some girl said, I've got a spare room there, because a boy don't use it. You're welcome to stay until you find something. So that's the reason I was up there. But I do know a lot of stallholders there. And Borough Market these days is lovely, right? It's lovely. Nice restaurants, yeah. nice bar, very dear, buzzy. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Very dear there yeah. <laughs> as well. But yeah. I've always walked my daughter's dogs every day, and I've always walked past there, and I've always gotten well with the uh, stallholders yeah. and all that. I've always... Um, yeah, always one chatty people. Um, and it's a lovely area, as you said. Yeah. Um, never any trouble. Even when away supporters come from all over the country, mm. they go there, there's never any trouble. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen any. Yeah. And that night... Um, what sort of, what, what were we talking June here? Summertime, 2017? We were talking the 3rd of June. Um, it was the Derby Day. I remember that well, because I had a little win on it. Yeah. Um, it was a very hot day as well, which I think it was one of the hottest days of the year. Yeah. My mate phoned me, I think it was early in the day, and said, you fancy popping in the market, um, watched the Champions League final. It was against Real Madrid and Juventus. Um, and I said, yeah, and I said, I'll meet you about half hour before the game. What sort of time are you talking here? Um, about seven o'clock, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't want to go out. I didn't have much money on me at the time. Yeah. I had that win on the earlier one, so I was yeah. happy. And we met up about three other blokes. Um, a couple of them work on the market. Um, one of them's um, a manager of the pub. Um, not my everyday mates, but someone I know from around that way, uh, just to watch the football. And what pub were you in? We was in the Wheat, wheat Sheaf, which is on um, Suburb Street. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. there's a two Wheat Sheaf. There's yeah. one in the market and there's one on Suburb yeah. Street, um, which we know the, the owner from there for a long time. Yeah. But it was so packed in there. 
Um, we watched the first half. Well, I left about five minutes before the first half. Um, just going to get some more money because I didn't know um, I just rushed out with some money. As I've come back, um, they've left already. I've got back about 10 minutes in the second half. Who's it's left? My mates who okay. I was with, yeah. yeah okay. It's about five of us. Yeah. There was a um, bloke from the uh, one of the Wilders, his dad, um, the bloke who runs the market porter. He, he, um, they left, it was too crowded in there to get a drink. So um, I went round to meet him, went round to the market porter. We started having a drink around there. Um, missed the second half because they don't show the football in there. Mm. Um, and just was having a good drink and a good chat, really. Mm. Weren't really bothered about the football then and yeah. anything else. Um, and because it was all busy there, it was, it was closing up about half 10, which they usually do about that time, the pubs around there, about yeah. half 10, 11 on yeah. a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, we decided to go over to the Black and Blue with the manager just until... Um, What's the Black and Blue? That's the like a bar restaurant okay. across the road. It's in the market. Yeah. Um, it's mainly a restaurant, but it's got a bar there. Yeah. And it's something where they go just before they close up. Yeah. Um, and we we popped out there. We was having a couple of drinks. Just probably only had a couple two bottles. I think. Mm. Um, must have been about ten o'clock. Ten. About ten o'clock we went. No, about quarter to ten we went in there. It's so about ten past ten. There was commotions there, people running after. It could have been after the football, people running for their trains. A lot of people were cheering. I suppose you, it's like a football match where there's mm. things. Mm. We didn't expect that. But then what we did notice, the people in the restaurant started jumping up from their chairs, like as if there's commotion in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, so we went to have a look and, yeah, then people started panicking, um, running around. I'm still by the main door in the bar. So we can't see the restaurant. There's a big wall yeah. dividing it. Yeah. Um, just thinking. Um, so someone's looked. Then my mate said, tap, apparently he's tapped me on the shoulder and told me to run. I still didn't say, no, no. It's, I'm still looking outside the uh, windows, the doors, to see if anything happens. Um, I see one of the staff lock the door quick. And that was that was there. I'm still um, dazed about, we ain't done nothing. It's nothing to do with us. It must just be people looking mm. but there was a lot of panic and as you see down there there's three um blokes there must be firing things over the other side attacking people they've walked up to the um ramp three blokes are you yeah. talking the terrorists the here? terrorists yeah so at this time you were thinking the football's just finished people are running to their train it feels normal Trains, or, there's a bit of there's a bit of something in the, the air, air. They've won, whoever's won okay there's a bit of something in the air yeah when was the point when you were like Actually, I've been around football all my life. There's a bit something more in the air right now. There's people a lot more running. Okay. So just, you can imagine, you think this ain't different. But even then, you, you're out you're, you're in a pint. Yeah. You don't, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. You ain't involved in any arguments. You yeah. ain't involved in anything. It's nothing to do with you. Yeah. Just let it go. It's only when um, you see the um, one of the staff lock, shut the door and lock it quick. And you were inside the building? Then? I was inside the building. So you were inside looking out, out at and them. they'd locked the door? Yeah. Okay. And then it, as soon as that happens, within like five, ten seconds, the three blokes have walked up to the door and started kicking it. What? And what did they look like? Um, I mean, they looked like Asian, um, like Muslim, had the beards. Yeah. Um, what were they wearing? That I didn't see, when they, but they had, this, they had the suicide belts on. Yeah. I was more focused on looking at him. I was maybe a bit 
um, done at the time where, I mean, they had a knife strapped to their wrists. They had knife strapped to their strapped wrists. Strapped to their wrists, yeah. Um, How did you know they had the belt on them, the I, bomb belt? Did I, yeah, that was covered at the time. Yeah, okay. Um, that was that. It's only afterwards I knew they were strapped, what you read in papers after. Yeah. At the time, I mean, I was more looking at them, more, more looking around me. Yeah. But still, like, sitting on my chair yeah. by the door. Still the thing, I mean, everyone's just running then, panicking. They've started kicking the door. They've kicked in the lower lower bit of the door, which is like glass and it bent. Yeah. So they climbed under, oh, the three of them, um, one by one. What was your initial instinct about then? As as everyone else should have, maybe should have run. Maybe not, maybe still thinking, ain't got nothing doing me. Last thing you want to think about, it's a terrorist attack. Yeah. Um, I'm still like, I'm still sitting in my chair, just thinking, let's let them come up to me and might be looking for someone. They might be whatever. Yeah. Um, so two two of them come up to me. One's walked behind behind them towards the bar, but the one that's come up to me, um, or two of there was two of them standing. There. One of them started going on about Allah, Hakam, and saying about killing the kids and think still don't know, but he's just all of a sudden within a second he's plugging the knife straight into me chest and into me um into my stomach within two quick stabs. I'm still sitting on a chair. That's when apparently when I shouted the fuck you, I'm ill wall. Cause I never knew that until six months ago, until the police showed me something of the statements from people and showed me the video. Because that's one thing people come up to me and go, "Did you really say that? Yeah. Did you?" And for for five years, I couldn't. Remember. I didn't know whether. Yeah, I did or not. So basically, he stabbed you twice. Stabbed me twice in the, in the chest and stomach during succession. So when he was coming towards you, are you still thinking? Are you looking around, going, "Is, it, is, he, is he still at me here? What's going on?" Yeah, I'm, I'm still. It's easy I'm to still look thinking. Back. Um, I'm, I'm still thinking. There's people panicking. They must have seen a lot more yeah. behind that wall yeah. than we have. Yeah. Um, try and talk to them and try and see what. But obviously, I didn't get time to talk to him. Then within that time, um, I fight, I've jumped up. Thank, thank God I did, because I would have... Um, that's when I started fighting with him. Yeah. His other ones come on to me, the bloke who was with him. So they're slashing me, they're stabbing me still. But I must have been doing so well, like, or fighting for helping myself. Fighting for your life? Yeah, fighting for, I was fighting for yeah. my life. Yeah. That the third one has come back from the bar and started attacking as well. Jesus. Um, I mean, you're talking about 30 seconds, but I'm, f I'm fighting for my life. Yeah. Um, but with me fighting, doing that, and pulling the other one back, and um, the third one coming back, um, let's give people a chance to get. Yeah. Um, eventually, I just couldn't take no more. I got out of it, and I run behind that wall, yeah. and run out of it. And luckily, everyone had to dig it out, except there was two hiding which I didn't know about, at the back there. Who was hiding? There was two other blokes. What, terrorists? Hiding. Nah, two no. other blokes hiding. Okay. Um, they must have seen what was going on. Yeah. And must have hid somewhere. Yeah. Um, this is where the story come out before where, I think it was a journalist, he said that he was calming everyone, calming them all down. They was telling everyone to lay on the floor, um, which I now know is a land of bollocks. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. What What is they? Who was telling them to lay on the floor? This journalist, he got stabbed in the throat yeah. 
But on the evening, all on TV saying that the terrorists come up to him first. Yeah. And he was ten he was trying to calm them down. Yeah. And they, the terrorists were telling everyone to get on the floor. Yeah. Which and is that which true? I no, no, which I now found out. Yeah. Because I see the CCTV myself six weeks ago. Yeah. It's a load of bollocks. Yeah. But he must have got caught running out. Yeah. And got stabbed in the Adam's apple. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I thought everyone was out. Yeah. Um, I mean, even seeing the CCTV, the old boy who I was with, he was one of the last to go behind the bar at the back way, and you can see on his face, he was helpless. Yeah. He wanted to help, yeah. but he couldn't. Um, How old was he, roughly? He was, I think, late 70s. Wow. He passed away two years ago Did he? for cancer, which... Mm. Um, it's a shame, because he, he he still went out and had a few pints. I say he was with us that night for the football. Mm. Um, yeah, he's one of the point where he knew he had the cancer and he enjoyed it, like, just thought he enjoyed himself. When you were there and you got stabbed twice... I've never been stabbed or hit, but I hear that when you're stabbed, you don't really feel it. Do you know what? Is that true? I didn't, no. Yeah. All I felt was the flushing then. Yeah. I mean, I'm fighting with them for about half a minute or yeah. so. That's enough, right? That's yeah. A, yeah. I mean, even my tendons, five years later, I still having physio with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, not as strong. So I must have got a, I got a few hits, but then, but then they stabbed me more times. They stabbed me in the arm. They tried slicing me. My ear was coming off. Yeah. Um, so how many times did you get stabbed? About eight times. Jeez. Yeah. And my ear was hanging off. I've had about three or four slash wounds. I mean, lucky that was the, uh, right, the other side round. Wow. <clears throat> Let's have a look. I mean... Wow, that's a... It was a deep one. Wow. If that was the other way round, who knows and what. And what sort, of, what sort of knife were they carrying? They were like kitchen knives, like 12-inch kitchen knives. And that's what they had on them? Yeah. Strapped to them, strapped as to well them. as the bomb vest? Yeah. But even then, like... As soon as I got off that, as soon as I got the first couple of stabbings, my glasses went everywhere. Yeah. So, so I just had to fight. Yeah. Um, lucky I got out there, and it wasn't until I see the CCTV in June. June this year. Yeah. yeah. I've always walked past. Why have, they, them. why have they not shown the CCTV in the last five years? Do you know what? On the, on the inquest, on the second day of the inquest, they showed it in court. When, was, when was the inquest? Inquest was what year? Two thousand nineteen, I think. Okay, so two years afterwards, you had the inquest, and five years later, they showed you the CCTV. Yeah. Why so long? Do you know what? I've made complaints to them. Complaints they, to who? The police. Yep. They said they've done nothing wrong. Now, and the rules should state. It. They did say to me the counterterrorism. If there's anything, we'll let you know when your bits about. They didn't use none of my statements. Yeah. I think in the inquest, I think I was mentioned about four times. Yeah. Which I was probably one of the main ones. Yeah. I was the last ones with them. Yeah. So they got well, before they got shot. Yeah. Um and I was just like four or five lines of being in the inquest. Mm. Um they took other people's statements. I don't know what I mean I look at the inquest there and a different thing, waste of time. Yeah. It's like we're having an inquest after. Yeah. Maybe some things do work. Yeah. It's the same as the Manchester one, yeah. bombing. You see the bloke walking about. Yeah. I watched it the other week. Yeah. You see the bloke walking about, just about walk with the bombing in his pocket. Yeah. No one posted him. Yeah. It's no good saying afterwards, we could do this, we could do that. Yeah. Um, when you when you had the fight with the terrorists, yeah. how big were these terrorists? Are you talking six footers, five footers? What, 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 what sort of size? Probably about the same size as me. Okay. But we found out there was um, 
I own steroids, mm. which I've never took steroids, so mm. um, it must just give you something mm. where um, it must give you some power. Can you visualise their face? No. No. No, I couldn't. As I say, it went to a CC, I couldn't remember what door I went out of, mm. whether I went out of the door, whether I had to smash it. Yeah. Um, after the attack, all I remember doing getting out, I must have went back into the other pub, the market pool, I started banging on the door. Now, I've been slashed and sliced. All I can think was... Clara everywhere. I think, yeah. yeah. But all I felt was I'd been attacked once. Yeah, okay. Was a flushing, yeah. I had a flushing thing in my chest. Yeah. That's all I did. I was it close to your heart? Probably was. Yeah. Probably went... F mm. I mean, I'm lucky to say that none of the organs were mm. um, badly damaged, which was quite good, and the hospital done a brilliant job. What was going through your mind when you... How did you get away... You were fighting from the floor. Did they? Did they? I didn't go down on the floor. No, okay. lucky so you I didn't. Stood up. Yeah, lucky I didn't. Lucky I didn't fall down. I just kept swinging my arms, just pun yeah. like punching and just trying to, Clock and maybe surprised yeah. them. Yeah, maybe surprised them a bit more. I mean, you've had two or three police officers doing the same thing minutes earlier. Yeah, and they've got George Crosses for it. Yeah, um, and they've they've got batons. Yeah, me, I'm still fighting for compensation. Um. Yeah, still fighting for things which, and I won't let it go until I keep fighting. Absolutely. Whether I get anywhere or not. Absolutely. Um, so there's been no recognition for you no fighting off the terrorists, which actually let the civilians who are in that boozer that night yeah. flee and yeah. get away. Yeah. No recognition whatsoever? No, just a thanks from the public. If anything, I was putting um, a prevent programme. What's a um, prevent programme? A prevent is part of the counter-terrorism. Yeah. The counter-terrorism, when I speak to the counter-terrorism at New Scotland Yard, they, they, they distance themselves from prevent. They said they don't know what they're doing, they're a waste of time. But prevent is, because I said something, they picked up on it, I just got a prevent course, which... So um, I had a bloke from the government come down from um, Birmingham um, with a prevent programme with with the counter-terrorism, well, I call them prevent, because they're not part, they're part of the counter-terrorism, but they're not as high up as, and I sit through six sessions telling me what's right and wrong. Well, telling you what's right or wrong about what? About, um, one was about what sort of clothes wear, what sort of clothes far right people wear, what sort, <laughs> it was a load of rubbish. Yeah. It was a load well, of So rubbish. they're accusing you of being far right? Yeah. They're accusing me then of going... Who, case was, of who was accusing you of being far right? Um, it was something I was said... It's my own, it wasn't my own fault. I was angry. I went to the MPs, my local MPs, and I said something to him. I said, you're helping more Muslims and other people than your own people, than your own people who've lived in this area for all their lives. And you said this post the yeah. terrorist attack? After, just after the terror attack. Yeah. So I you needed were obviously, help. Yeah. you needed help, you were yeah. frustrated, you wanted to let your emotion out yeah. and maybe your emotion come out yeah. in a slightly um, the wrong, wrong way. way. Yeah, open mouth. Do you think much. that has had a detrimental impact on why you haven't been compensated or why you haven't got St George's Cross? No, not that time, but um, I mean the George to George's Cross or anything, I don't know why you should have got bravery. Agree. A bravery recommendation award. or something. Yeah. I don't know how they do that. I mean, 
I'm just glad with people that come up to me and say thank you. Yeah. Or the old women at the time. Yeah. Let's give me a cuddle. Yeah. And I had a letter. F- so I never used social media for a while because I was looking at too many things. Yeah. I opened it up again just before the fifth anniversary. Yeah. And I had a letter from, um, I think it was one of the staff in the black and blue that day, um, stating, uh, if it weren't for you, thank God it, um, I'm still alive today because of you. Wow. So that must have had that make you feel. It made people had a tear or two. Yeah. That night. Um, what yeah. happened when you left the scene? Where did you go straight away? Well, did out. you go to the old Bill Station? Did you go to the hospital? What did you see after? Did you see the terrorists get shot on London Bridge, or were you? Where were I come you? Out the, I come out the black and blue. Yeah. Um, I must have when I, I went up to the uh, market pool. I, caught, I banged on the door. Obviously, people will let no one in because... The fear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've just... They must just... I mean, from when they attacked me, from being... Sh- and then to be shot, we're talking about two minutes. Was it? Yeah. So they've run out of attacks you. They've gone onto London Bridge. No, they, they come out the black and blue. Yeah. This was the last bit. They've already killed eight people. They've already stabbed 47. My God. Yeah, so I was... So one they've that killed I was, eight people already. They've killed eight people already. And they stabbed 47, 47 separate yeah. people. Yeah, separate people. My God. Okay. So I was... Well, it's probably a forty seventh person. I think yeah. I've come out. Now they've must. I've seen some clips of CCTV where I've got to knock over. I've knocked over the door. Now I've got no glasses on. I'm probably unconscious as well, getting unconscious yeah. because I didn't remember none of this until yeah. I've seen the CCTV. Yeah. I banged on the door. No one opened the door. I, I must have carried on walking down towards near Bowers mm. Bowers High Street. Um. As I started walking past the old wheat, um, now I see on a seat, I see a part on something that where the three police, opportunity police, and person on the scene, they 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 run the police in, and the police backed off, mm. and they must have come back to follow so me. The terrorists run the police, and the police backed, backed off. off. And then, then I mean, the police were calling for Trojan, and this is the armed response. Yeah, they must have then started following me. Now. I was, as I've left, as I knocked on the um, pub and they wouldn't let me in, I see an ambulance car at the top. I see lights. Now I've got no glasses. I'm probably yeah. in and out of consciousness. Yeah. I've gone to knock on the ambulance window. He's drove away. Yeah. Um, as part of their job, I think. I think for safety reasons. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't blame him if, he, mm. if I got three terrorists behind me. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I've been. Probably might have staggered out into the like road, um, and with his, the terrorists like behind me. I, I haven't seen them. I mean, this is what we know now. Yeah. They must have been like yards behind me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I might have got attacked again. I'm, I'm in that conscious. Yeah. I remember knocking on the window. I remember walking it there. Then all I remember is seeing these blue lights coming. Yeah. Um, and I'm standing in the middle of the road. I think I'm waving them down, or yeah. maybe. Um, Try to force them down that way. Mm. Within seconds, um, I think it was the second car, the police jumped out, they pushed me down on the floor, and within seconds, the shooting started. Wow. And they've shot them. Like, I could see one of them getting shot. Wow. Um, that was on the other side of the pavement. Yeah. Uh, the other two must have got shot behind me, I think. I mean, we're talking about less than 100 yards, probably, or yeah. 50 yards. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd have been attacked again, maybe, or yeah. who knows. And those might not be here. Yeah. Yeah. Once that happened, and you could hear the shooting very loud because it echoes in that market. 
um, I was saying to someone, please, I thought it was 10 minutes, it's about yeah. a minute less, wow. less than that, the shooting. I was 50 rounds of bullets, um, which I did say once. Um, that's the best thing the one I heard, I think. Yeah. They're dead. They're dead, I bet. Yeah. Then the local police, they've chucked me in a police, just chucked me in the back of a police car yeah. and whisked me off to St. Thomas' Hospital. Um, which I do remember that because still out in that conscious, but them going over them bumps and that speed, yeah. I was asking them to slow down. Yeah, I bet. Because I bet. I I, all I was worried about was this. Yeah. And all he kept saying was, don't touch your ear. Yeah. So the ear must have been in a bad way coming off. Um, got to the hospital. And thank goodness the hospital staff kept me going. Yeah. Kept me going. What was your, what was your, what did you do the following day? What was going on? You obviously must have gone home and saw what was going on in the news. No, I didn't see no news until Tuesday or Wednesday. And what day? This was on the Saturday? This was on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see nothing. Couldn't have no one there. I had armed guard around me in the hospital. Yeah. I think the hospital was on lockdown because it's right opposite Westminster. Yeah. Um, thing. I think there was an election on that Thursday. Yeah. So you had the World's Press on the hospital grounds ready for the... Uh, you call it the um, election. Mm. So it, it, and it was obviously a big terror attack. Mm. I think the hospital was on um, lockdown for a few days. Mm. I was, I was surgery next morning um, with the plastics, everything else, patching me up and things mm. like that. So I had to go down. And it worked till Tuesday, I think, or Monday night that they got the name because the, there's only three of us in that hospital. Most of the casualties went to King's College Hospital yeah. and most of them went the other side of London. Might have been Whitechapel, I don't know. Mm. I think it might have been, because they'd done a um, field hospital, I think, on the other side of London Bridge for the injured mm. or and then made them move them over there. Mm. Um, so I did see no TV. I mean, I was probably sleeping all the time, being checked. Yeah. Um, you know, is it ICU or recess? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that happened for a few days. It's only when they then moved me to a ward out of the um, critical decision. There was only two of us, but we had no contact. We was allowed one visit at a time, um, things like that. Mm. Um, obviously, the son have got the, got the news that I was, what's happened on a Monday night. They'd done that report in what, the- um, What was the report? Well, the big headline was, fuck you, I'm Millwall. Yeah, yeah. Was by a thingy bob. Yeah. Obviously, the news, show, news, news channels picked it up. Yeah. TV and that. Yeah. Um, it blew up worldwide, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it went, went mad. Yeah. But I'm still in hospital. I still don't um, look at the TVs. It's just a couple of papers someone bought in, but I'm not really mm. interested. I mean, I'm still, still ill. Yeah. What? How has your mind been straight after that? What was your mind like after this happened? Did you have flashbacks? Did you? What was going Not on? Not so much straight after. No. Um, there was one or two. I mean, I mean, like before that. I mean, we. Like before that, you had the Manchester bombing a couple of weeks before that, which was a bad thing. You had yeah. the Westminster one. Yeah. I think of that Manchester one. I mean, I know it's. Seems strange now. I mean, I've only just said this, I've just read about um, that the cancer is the only one I told. It's like, I used to have a couple of dreams. My life was going downhill anyway, a little bit. Yeah. I've just, luckily, that I was back with mums, yeah. just split up a relationship after 15 years. Yeah. 
Um, but then, but then I was offered a, a room which yeah. rebuilt myself again. Yeah. So just trying to get back to life. So it weren't really that good. Um, and we three weeks before that, well, no, it was two weeks before that, we was at the playoff final yeah. at, at Wembley, um, which I went back to the bar market. Um, after that, it was quiet. Now, after that Manchester one... Have you been... Have you been how long did it take you to go back to Borough Market to the scene of where it I went. I done the right thing. I think I went about a week after I came out of hospital. You went straight back there. Yeah. What was that feeling like? Absorbable, but in one way, it's something I wanted to do quick. Um, but still, never remember how I got out. I mean, everything was like um, media circus yeah. things. Where I mean, the summer's good to us, which thing. Um, everyone wants to be part. Yeah, I just, I mean, my 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 arms were, yeah. were um, bandaged up. I couldn't even move them. I had a um, special cast of them where. I remember seeing. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. bend them because yeah. the damage was still. The tendons and. Yeah. yeah. Head wise, I kept myself. myself. I might, I say, I did go back down there. Um, when I'd you have, went back there, did you feel angered? Did you feel relief? Did you? What was going through the mind? I didn't feel, no, no, I felt more angered that, because I've been reading Paul's then after what's happened. Yeah. Because I never knew certain things. Yeah. and So you're jig, putting the jigsaw together. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. trying to think. And yeah. I could, like, place, I mean, you've probably been there yourself. Mm. I can have place so good, nice. Yeah. It's changed. It's lovely around there. Yeah, it's yeah. changed a lot yeah. over the years. Yeah, of course. It happened. Yeah. Um, and you never think it was going to happen to you? No. No, you never think yeah. it's going to happen. You're never going to think it's going to happen near, near somewhere near you. Yeah. Um, and it has done, and it has done. And I so say after that, it happened at Westminster, and the bloke from the Westminster one, he came to hospital, met me straight after while I was in hospital. Who? His name was Tony Davis. And who is he? He was the British, I think the kids' British boxing coach mm. or thing. He was at Parliament that day. Yeah. When that PC Palmer, I think, um, was. He happened to stab when he, yeah. yeah, when he got stabbed, he jumped the fence yeah. because he had first aid. He took the chance. He just jumped the fence. He could have got shot, yeah. but he didn't. And he was given CCPR, um, yeah. CPR, and yeah. the, um, but he died obviously. Um, but he thought because he was in London again, he, he'd come and see me just to because he'd obviously been involved in something like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was nice of him. Yeah, I bet it was nice. Yeah, and I still keep in touch with him now. He's Bowen boxing coach now. Coach, yeah. yeah, so. Still keep in touch with him, isn't it? And what's Which life was... been like for you post this? Is it like you're still your Millwall family? How have the Millwall family been to you? They've been brilliant. Yeah. Um, as I say, like I know yourself, a West Ham fan. They've been brilliant as well. Yeah. I've yeah. had some good um, things. I mean, I think when football, football rivalry is football rivalry. Yeah. If you've got the rivalry, it'll always be the banter. Yeah. Um, maybe a bit different between Millwall and West Ham. It yeah. always has been. Yeah. Um, sometimes quite dangerous. Yeah. Um, I think it always will be as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like over the last year or so, the young girl with the cancer, yeah, Isla. lovely. Isla, everyone come together. Millwall and, and West Ham. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's lovely. When and you on see the, it come and, together. Um, and the Football Lads Alliance, I think the, I didn't go on the marches. Yeah. I was told to keep away straight away. Yeah. Um, but also, I was injured still. But the Millwall West Ham fans laid the reefs together. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So when when human things happen, um, humanity things happen. That's right. Millwall West Ham things. Yeah. Together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had. Such good response from West Ham fans. Yeah. Um, 
I've got a few Millwall don't, fans. Don't start on me. I've got, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few Millwall fans who you, you're, you're treated as a hero down at the New Den, which is yeah. lovely to hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a little bit disappointed in why you haven't been compensated. Is it? Have you know of other people that have been compensated from this? Compensation is what when it happened. I moved down to the car. I moved down to a caravan just to get away from things like yeah. a month or so after. Yeah. My head was just. Was it too much for you? Was it too much going on at the time? Not too much going on. I was. I had a place where I was staying. Someone put me up there. Yeah. In their kids' room. Yeah. To I find somewhere. Yeah. Um. I was just given some just um GoFundMe money. Yeah. So I bought a little caravan down the coast. Yeah. I just thought oh, it should make me nice and relaxed. Where's the coast? Down at Romney Sands. Okay. Um. Down near um, Hastings. Yeah. And it didn't. I think where I'm used to London. I think the quiet. Yeah. And I ended up smashing tellies. Yeah. Things were going through me. I was getting the ump. Yeah. I said, I don't know why I kept throwing phones at tellies and that. Yeah. Why throwing I... phones at tellies? Yeah. <laughs> what, what? what's your mill wall? <laughs> <laughs> we all get that. We all get I'm that. We all get mill wall there. I don't, it's just the okay. way things were. Then like, I was under the prevent people yeah. down in Kent. Yeah. They kept turning up. I thought they was checking on me. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Instead of helping me and things were you getting like, Were you getting paranoid at all? Could have been, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I didn't want to sleep. I was getting flashbacks then. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a time where I bought about £100 worth of amphetamine. I bought it back from London. Yeah. Anyway, one of them nights I just stayed out. I didn't want to sleep. Yeah. I smashed things again. The old police were called. Yeah. And I got nicked with um, about £100 worth of amphetamine. Mm. Okay, that's for myself. Yeah. I needed help. Yeah. I was crying out for help. Yeah. But that, that nicking I got. Yeah. With that. Yeah. When I went for my criminal injuries... Um, I should have done it straight after, yeah. but I didn't. I just put it in the last moment. I think you get two years yeah. to do it. Um, when I pull it in, they said, no, I've got unspent convictions. Oh, which, um, yeah. yeah. And that's the rules. It is. It went to the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land. Yeah. They still turned me down. And so basically they said, we're not going to give compensation because of you being convicted previous. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. you need, because I've cried out for help. Oh, man. It was only till last year that I finally got counselling. Yeah. Um, so it took you four years of yeah. God knows what pain your mind must have been going through. Yeah. Mad. So when you when you said you were crying out for help, did you was there no one close to you or around you to go, Roy, I'm here for you, mate, or well, the, Roy, you need to speak to these prevent person. people. Okay. The prevent these are counterterrorism police. They should have helped. They should have helped. They tried, but even they was getting knocked back. Yeah. Um, even a bloke who'd done that prevent course for me, yeah. he's, he's come all the way down. We started talking about football instead. Yeah. It's an Aston Villa fan. And we, he said, you shouldn't be honest. They yeah. should be helping you more. Yeah. So it w was there no, from what you know now, to give back to, to these things that happened to you, yeah. what would you teach or help someone else? Would you say, right, if this happens to you and you've been attacked, this is what you need to do. You need help, and this is who I'd go and see. Yeah. Who who would that? Who would that? Well, be? they set up these things. They set up these special things for anyone affected after a terror attack yeah. or a major incident. And that's happened post your incident. Just after, yeah. Just, okay. Right, but still, I had four assessments. Yeah. And all, um, all described me complex post traumatic stress disorder from all different angles. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just you've got the stabbing. Yeah. You got the other things. What you see. Yeah. You got the shooting. You see people getting shot. Yeah. Um. So it's a complex post traumatic stress disorder. Stress disorder. Yeah. Um. But no help. <laughs> it's all right assessing That's me. Crazy, isn't yeah. It? No follow ups. Um. It was only accidentally that I was put in a B and B for the council. Still, while I was getting um. Was it last year? Or year before 
and I thought I'd go through Westminster. Well, there's one bloke, luckily, he took me on for 12 weeks. Yeah. And we had a good chat. We went, even come down to the bar market. Yeah. And he'd done me a lot of good. Brilliant. Went through it. And did you find yourself when you met someone who could actually help you and you believed they could help you, did you really open up? Because a lot mm. of men will keep their feelings to themselves, give a little bit, not give too much. Did you properly open up for, to him? For three years, I couldn't even trust my mum probably. Really? That's how bad it was. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be able to look at you and talk to you. Yeah. Even if I knew you a long time, yeah, just didn't trust no one. And is um, that does that trust come from the from the attack? Do you yeah, think? yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just affect, it just affects me. I just yeah. thought everyone was against me. Yeah, um, I've done something good, which I now believe even better. Yeah, than what I thought. I think you've done something amazing, mate. I have yeah, to say. and I know. I mean, I survived it myself, yeah. but not only survived it. I've given people a chance to get out. How many um, pe- how many people do you reckon roughly were in that boozer that night? Got that got away. You know, you fighting these, some people had this conversation. Some people had this conversation with people there. Yeah, they were in dozens, at least a dozen onwards. So like twelve, fifteen, yeah, twenty. Kids, we're talking like about that. kids and families here. Yeah. My God! And have any of them? Do any of them know who you are to f- to have fought the terrorists to give them time to get away? Have any of them contacted you? No, I mean that. that I see that um, girl sent me the, a message saying thank you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be alive today. So she might have been the one that maybe locked that door at the time. Yeah. And so, which was nice, mm. very nice. Um, so like, at least as far as I'm concerned, I've got myself out there. Yeah. I fought them off. Yeah. They didn't get me, all three of them, even though I got stabbed many times. But then to hear the other stories, um, yeah, I'm proud of myself. Um, mate, I, yeah. think every, I think the whole nation should be proud of what you've done. Mm. And I feel a bit upset sitting here right now, thinking what you've gone through, mm. the attacks, to the where you were in your life at the time was pretty low before the attacks. Yes. To you then to... have the attacks to doing good for for our country and doing good for the people around you yeah. and letting the kids and families get away, to not have any freaking recognition right now for your actions. Well, conversation. I mean, I've been, you have to email your local MP. Have you gone? Have you really pushed hard on the compensation? Yeah. Every single angle? Every single. Have you got lawyers involved? I've got a solicitor still like involved. I've got like the thing you have to go through the proceedings again. Yeah, there's still a slight chance for a loophole. I might be able to go through it through my but me at the time. I mean, there was another terror attack, for instance, two years later on the same bridge. What on London Bridge? Yeah, there wasn't, was there? Yeah, two years later, there was um, there was um, loads of there was a day release. Yeah, um, prisoners thing. In London Bridge. What do you mean a daily? So it's the prisoners it's, were let out for the yeah, day. Yeah, let out for a day. For a this co- little conference. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. Like I suppose coming out, and then yeah. one of them was, um, <laughs> I think it was a convicted ter- terrorist, or was ready to blow up somewhere. Oh God, I do remember. Yeah, okay. okay. Remember the one with the fire extinguisher? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the bloke with the fire extinguisher, the bloke with the the um, stick or sank. Yeah. He was convicted child yeah. murder or involved yeah, in it. Yeah. But the Queen part of these rest of his thing. So it is available, is all I'm asking for. I've got hundred pounds worth of amphetamine where I didn't want to sleep. Yeah. I was struggling. Yeah. I wasn't selling it. I wasn't Yeah, just for your personal yeah, personal use. Just sort of stay just, awake. Yeah. Is that because you didn't want to sleep with the fear of I was having someone, panic attacks. A panic attack. I was having panic attacks. I was having um nightmares. Yeah. I was waking up. I was then left myself down the caravan where I should have done, I should have come back. Did you have any friends and family around you down when you were living in the No, I didn't. So you were basically locking, you were running away, locking yourself away. Maybe, yeah. And using and not yeah. keeping. I had a clubhouse there. I had 
but lovely beach there. Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, but like, you're by yourself. Yeah, I should have got should have been out. And I'm I'm, I'm quite um, sociable. Yeah, person, and I should have went, but I didn't. And yeah, and it just you're like in a box. Yeah, of course. And amphetamine's not going to help my mind either. No, no. Sleep deprivation. No. And I could have thought like. I still have touched everything. I just needed help. Yeah, it's, I know. Like it just keeps did you. Did you find yourself? Did you find yourself not asking for help because it was like the manly thing that I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, no, we tried. We tried to get help. Even the um, prevent police tried to get help through the because I moved down to the coast. They took over from those yeah. the London police. I just let the police know where I was. Yeah, isn't that? Um, but, Even, did, but did you have an angle? Did you know anyone who could help you, or did you have anyone to talk to? Say, look, I really need help right now because I am struggling. Uh, yeah, again, I had you know, other assessments down there. No follow ups. Okay. No follow ups. It's, it's mad. So uh, if I you mean, were three to... for the Morsley, mm. done um, assessments, all, all just like complex post traumatic stress. Yeah. And they just push... they just signed off as that? Well, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, um, what's the best way for you. Mm. Never got back. Mm. Um, what was the turning point for you when you were actually like, right, I need to get away back. I need to get back to London. I need to get the community around me. When I the caravan, after I come out, like, I was on my mind for a couple of weeks. Um, what for? For being, like, that amphetamine, they put me yeah. straight into Did they? prison. Okay. Um, they put me in mind. Then, How long were you in prison for? Only a couple of weeks, just like, to try to go to the next court case. They wouldn't bail me straight away. Um, what, for just for £100 worth of amphetamine? Mad. Are you joking yeah, me? no. So that's another little worry. Thinking, lucky I was waiting in there where I had two nice people, yeah. plus another few people in there. Did you find Did you find that when you uh, went inside, did you were like, oh, I feel safe in here, I've got food, I've got, nice, I've got people around me? I had two nice people feel? in my cell, which yeah. was good. They just come in the same day. Yeah. And there was a couple of people, like, probably from the area, knew, knew me face. Yeah. But they could have been... Yeah. Where the police before, because I could, I was on the. Um, this is what the police told me. I was on the ISIS. I could still be a target for them. Yeah. After okay. my name's been put all around the world. Yeah. Um, which is another thing, maybe. And how that must have made you feel yeah, paranoid yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. And that's why I weren't using social media. That's why it shouldn't have been happening to me. Yeah. It shouldn't have been. Wow. Um. It did enough. Then, <laughs> I mean, I supposed to care up this. I come back to London. What year did you come back to London? Nineteen, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, nineteen. Yeah. Come back to London, and um, then my mum decided me to have me back, yeah. like in there and things like that. Um, and your mum's eighty at this time. Aren't yeah. You? Mm. And then one day, you wouldn't believe was, I made a phone call from to the uh, prevent people at. Um, there was based at um, Folkestone, I think. Yeah. Am I allowed to be at my mum's? Yeah. Listen, um, um, three days later, a van load pulled up. A what, who pulled up? A van load of police. Yeah. Pulled I was up doing your mum's. Yeah, yeah my girlfriend yeah. just left. Yeah. They're nicking me for being there that day. Yeah. For and what? For what? Breach. Apparently, it was a breach. They said I weren't allowed at my mum's. So they nicked me for the phone call I made at my mum's. And they've nicked me for the. Um, Breach of being there on that day when they come in. Um, 
I don't understand why. I'm, I'm confused here. 100 quid's worth of amphetamines for your yeah. Percy, for your own yeah. use. Yeah. Down there, they nicked you for that. Yeah. Put you in mind a couple of weeks in, yeah. in, in, in Nick. And then when you come out, you've gone back to your mum's and yeah. they've nicked you again. Did because they, I made the phone have... call there. There must be something there that said I'm on at mum's. Why? I don't know. I'm still trying to find out from them. Um, so it's just a Why breach. are you not allowed around your mum's? There must be a reason. Because she's old, because of what's gone on, Yeah. Um, they put something up there saying that uh, they made this judgement that I wasn't allowed there for some reason. And you didn't know that? I didn't know that at all. Wow. So I've got two breaches. Yeah. Um, so these things must have had an effect on compensation. It must have had an effect of getting a bravery award. It did. It did. And it's um, a shame that these little misdemeanours really on the grand scheme of things, what's happening here, have got in the way of getting an award, for Christ's sake, for, for letting the 12, 14 people run out of that pub and protect yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, even down to the compensation, you have to contact your local MP, which was Harriet Arman, mm. the mother of the ass. Mm. Because I went to Pretty Patel, all the other... Did they reply back to who? They replied back to me. Everyone replied back to me. Everyone replied what back they, to what me. What are they saying? All you the have same to contact, thing? you have to go through your local MP. Okay. That's your first point of your fault. And what did your local MP say? Nothing. I see solicitor. So he said, now go and see a solicitor. This is Harry Arman, the mother of the ass. What's the mother of the house? She's been there the longest. Right, okay. You got to, I think, got, yeah, it's the mother of the ass. I don't know what the bloke's called. Okay. But and she, what's your solicitor saying right now? He's still fighting for it. And when you say fighting for it, are you paying because him we, each letter he's writing no, at the moment? No, okay. he's, he's doing it on special. He's doing it for his, like... No um, win, no fee? Not no win, no fee. I think it was down to 10%, okay. where most of them charge about 30%. Okay, so yeah. whatever you get compensated, he's going to get 10%. Yeah. What, do you think, what do you think a good compensation for this would be? How much? <sighs> In your to, mind? I'd like to, I think. In your mind, roughly. If you were to say, you know what... Someone's talking about 100 grand. 100 grand. Mm. And would that hundred grand completely change your life and improve your life? It helps. Yeah. 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 Someone like me would. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and are you still pushing this or are you just leaving it to this and if you don't get back nah, to you, you just No, nah, no, nah, because nah. I've I mean finally I've got I've like some work the Supreme Court is the Supreme Court. It's yeah. the highest court in the land. Yeah. You can't beat that no more. Yeah. Now what we're what I'm trying to do is through my um counsellor, that the time of the thing, well the time of the nicking my head was in a totally different area yeah. where I won't get any help. Yeah. So now they might decide to try and go through it again, push it in again. Who? We've put the solicitors, put okay. it in again, yeah. And your solicitor's talking to your local MP? No, local MP hasn't even bothered. Hasn't even bothered? Hasn't even bothered. Wow. Who's your sister talking to? Just me. So um, he's talking to you, but yeah. who's he pressing and to he, get his conversation? He's, he's been writing to the um, Quinwinji's conversation board. And what are they replying? They're replying that we can put in another thing now. Yeah. Um, five years later, you only get two years to do this thing. So you can put in another. You can put in a second claim now to say right. Sure, really. I'm surprised that they've let it. Yeah. Open the account up, and yeah. we'll see what happens from there. Okay. And when did this? When did the ball start rolling on the second one? When I started doing the cancelling again, um, <clears throat> he said that he will write a good letter saying that my head was all different. Okay. My head was. When I got the nicked. And what year? What year is? The, what year was this second claim going in? Second claim has just gone in so over the last month or so. So the last month, okay, yeah. brilliant, good, yeah. good, good. For so you, we're, we're good still fighting. Okay. How long these things take? Okay. You have to go through a tribunal. Yeah. Um, and what's your solicitor saying? Is he saying you have got a good chance? 
Or is he a normal it's, it's a chance, 50-50? It's a chance where we shouldn't get. Yeah. But also, I've had people saying then they're going to might do a government um, petition again. Yeah. Stating, um, I think you have to have 100,000 signatures stating why haven't I got compensation? Yeah. I mean, the St George Cross, I ain't going to get there. I'm not really worried about um, other things. Yeah. Um, because I've had eight different um. Eight different petitions for George Cross. Yeah. They all got turned down. Yeah. Eight different things for uh, Did they say why they got turned down? Or is it the no, same story? They're the same story. Okay. And then the first one was they don't use the um, petition platform change and all that. Yeah. They have to use a government, yeah. proper government one. Yeah. So if you use, <clears throat> if you start a petition, you have to use a special fired yeah. government yeah. one. Yeah. Um, Wow. It'd be nice if that goes through the conversation, it'd be nice. Um, but since the, I mean, after my mum's one, my girlfriend was there, who I was seeing, or I've known for about, I've probably known her for about 27 years. Mm. Um, we started seeing each other while I was down in the caravan and back with my mum's. She has to, she decided to take me in there, take me into her house. Mm. Now she lives at home with her, her daughter mm. and her grandkids. Mm. Then it's me smashing things, mm. um, going loopy. Yeah. She took that chance and took me in her ass, yeah. which eventually started making my head go better. Yeah, good. Um, I was over there for three years. Well, give her a shout out. What's her name? Tracy. Tracy. Tracy Johnson. Well um, done, well Tracy Johnson. Yeah, the family yeah. helped me out yeah, big respect. time. And I was there for three years until um, just after Christmas this year. Mm where the council would finally give me a place. Mm. And I just needed my own bit of space. But then three years leading up to that, um, yeah, she finally got me back together. Not perfectly. How do you feel today? Today I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good. And you take it every <clears throat> day as every day. Yeah. A new day. Yeah. I mean, even like just before Christmas, I smashed one of her tellies. Yeah. I felt so gated. And what, what is it? You just is this a rage come out of you? Is I think it? It's just a rage. So like, yeah. yeah, certain things, or you're not listening. I've, I've done the right thing and bought the new telly next day. They still don't yeah, make up for things. Up. Yeah, okay. Especially like if a what's the emotion that comes? Especially with Especially if a son or grandkids. Yeah, see that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you look an idiot. Or, yeah, or you still need. Roy, I really hope you get this compensation on this second round. Yeah, I really do because mm. from the story I've heard here. You're a hero, what you've done. Just, so, just, just tell me, moving forward, about your book. The book come about, I mean, the fifth anniversary of last, last June. Mid was getting better there, with a little bit. Um, well, I've up social media again. And I've had loads of support yeah. since. I mean, if I look back on five years ago, I mean, there was like two million people looking at certain things. Yeah. It was that probably crazy. Yeah. Maybe I didn't look at Maybe it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, what made you want to write the book? I was approached by three different authors. Yeah. Um, I was approached one by one in um, Bowen Market. Yeah. Um, it was good. No one comes But there was a, um, an author called Dean Rinaldi. Mm. Um, he is retired publishing. Um, and he's a publishing company. He's retired now. He's been, lives in 38 in Turkey. And he's a ghostwriter. Yeah, okay. Um, and he's, yeah, just talking and things like that. And he's, He's made me happy saying about things. He wants to he put... Say that again, he's made you happy. Yeah, saying about what he wants to put. Good. Um, as we've been talking, like, a little bit growing up. Yeah. 
but he really wants to push up for the after yeah. the terror attack. Yeah. Maybe the night on the terror attack. Yeah. But the after, the way I've been let down. Yeah. And I think you've been let down yeah, hugely. He feels he feels the same as what you feel. Yeah. And that's why he wants to put it in yeah. his own words as well. Yeah. Um so hopefully um Hopefully you'll get that across. Yeah, in the right get across way. the right people. Yeah. And everything else. Um What's the name of the book? The book's gonna be called The Lion of London Bridge. The Lion of London, London Bridge. Bridge. What yeah. a cracking name. Yeah, he's, he's done a he's done a nice cover uh, with a lion. I've seen on. the cover; it looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah I thought. Yeah. yeah, a few people said that. Yeah, that should be coming out the first week in December. Yeah, um, and then it's up to me now to because he's only a ghostwriter. Yeah. He writes the book. And yeah. It's up to me then to start doing things myself and promoting it myself. Yeah. And yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, to get my real true story out there. Yeah, and it'd be nice. Good for you, Roy. And hopefully that will, if I don't get compensation, you never know, people might back me with a book. That's hopefully, hopefully people go out there and buy the book and back you on it. Yeah. I really, really hope you get compensation after listening to this story. Yeah. This, Roy, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. And I hope Mill will get West Ham in a couple. You can come with me. I would love that. <laughs> I would love to go Millwall, West Ham. I'll come and see your box. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I love you coming down here. I dread to think what you have gone through in the past five years. Mm. And listening to your story here, it seemed like you've had some really dark days. And I think you moving forward, you're going in the right direction, mate. And uh, I think you've done the nation proud and protecting yeah. those people left and putting your life on the Thank line. You. Yeah, massive yeah. respect. Thank and here's to West Ham, Millwall in a cup game. Be lovely. <laughs> Good man, Roy. Cheers. Take Thank care. You very much. Cheers, Thank fella. You very much. Bye, mate. Bye.